Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, the Wednesday before the Masters. Very excited about this, and uh, uh, so uh, it's just going to be the gorgeous weather, great patio weather, and uh, boy, this guy, speaking of uh, patio weather, beautiful things that, he, that you can have on your patio, maybe that this man designs uh, or sculpts. It is Dan Brooke joining us now on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, a former Baylor football player turned artist. And, uh, Dan, some very exciting news coming out of Abilene, Texas. It involves you. But first of all, uh, welcome to the program. It's uh, I was excited to get to visit with you. Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Yeah, and just so you know, I uh, a friend of mine, I just got off the phone earlier, and uh, a guy happened to be a SIGEP. And I mentioned you, and he said, oh, my gosh, it's one of our uh, fraternity brothers. And so it was no Dan. Kidding. Who was it? it was, yeah, it was uh, Kevin Stevenson. And, oh, uh, so, yeah, I know Kevin. I saw him not long ago. So, yeah, he said you'd been in town for a lecture. And, uh, yeah. and, and, in fact, uh, yeah, the, between the, uh, SIGEPs and the SAEs, my gosh, y'all had some, uh, some of the great Baylor football players came, were also part of those fraternities. That was, uh, that was quite well, yeah, a crew. The reason they let me in, they looked at me and they said, I bet you can hit a softball a long way. Right. And I said, yeah, it's like, okay, you're in, <laughs> we need you for intramurals. So that's how that happened. Yeah, well, this is, uh, Dan, this is really exciting. I, I, I first kind of, I've heard your name for a long time, but to get to, you got to play for Coach Taff. Um, over the yeah. years, I know y'all have, uh, he's probably attended some of your lectures or art shows, and y'all stayed in touch. How amazing is it that uh, the, the sculpture or the statue going in at McMurray, where they're honoring Coach Taff, you were asked a commission to, uh, design and sculpt that statue. Um, I mean, that, Dan, that's a uh, that's unbelievable symmetry, and it's almost uh, too much to imagine. How uh, how exciting was that when you first got the call? Well, you know, it was just a beautiful uh, coming for full circle thing. So I first met Coach Taft when I was 19 years old, and had just read his first book, I believe, and I wanted to play ball for a man like that. You know, all these years later, <clears throat> for him um, to ask me to do this for him, it was very touching and, and very, very meaningful to me. So, uh, you know, I tend to be obsessive anyway about what I do, but for sure on this one, I, I took plenty of time to, to dial this in and uh, try to convey, you know, some of uh, the greatness of this man. All right. And, and so from start to finish, when you start kind of sketching things out, uh, how long does something this involved, um, how, how long does it take? Because obviously you've got a lot of other projects you're working on, I'm sure, but, uh, right. but you wanted to give a lot of attention, I'm sure to this. How, when did this start and when did you, uh, when did you finish? Well, you know, Matt, anybody that's good at what I do, that's first of all, it's a pretty small, uh, fraternity of people that do what I do and excel at it. So when you approach an artist, you can assume that there's a waiting list involved. And in my case, you know, thankfully there is people, um, you know, refer me over and over. So I was first contacted about three years ago and, you know, I spent, I don't know, a good eight months on this thing, uh, just him. And, you know, that was kind of feathered in with, with other 
projects that I've been working on as well. So it gets a little hard to say I spent this many hours on it, but, uh, you know, I stood in front of this thing to my feet about broke. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that, but uh, <laughs> we're real happy with how it's turned out. And what is that process like? Do you spend some time? I'm just sort of curious if you use, if it was a younger coach Taff or if you sat with him even recently, uh, you know, he still is so, it, by the way, doesn't he sound amazing? I mean, I, I was looking yeah. the other day. I was yeah. like, he's eight, he's eighty eight years old, and he still sounds exactly like he did thirty or forty years ago. He got that strong, you know, powerful uh, preacher slash coach's voice. It's always uh, amazing to hear. But how did how how did you sort of choose? Okay, this is what, what I'm trying to capture. This essence of of Coach Taft, what what kind of went into that, uh, your inspiration for that? Well, you know, his real call to ministry uh, via the coaching field um, started when he was just shy of 30 years old. It was October uh, when he was 29 years old. Uh, McMurray had a plane crash that uh, everyone, believe it or not, walked away from unscathed. And, uh, you know, it wasn't long uh, prior to that, that the whole San Jose State football team, I believe it was San Jose State, died in the very same airframe. So, um, you know, there was a deliverance there, and it, it uh, had a profound impact on a lot of people, <clears throat> and most of all, Coach Taff, and that's when he really dedicated his coaching services to the Lord, and, and that's where, um, you know, he his story really began was when he was 29 so that's the age that i had to capture in that and uh, to try to reference that story and we also have bronze plaques that go into detail about that entire event for posterity so kids on campus are always going to know that lore and it's going to become a part of their campus um, uh, campus lore you know because now if you walk up to a uh, student there at the campus say, hey, do you know about Grant Taft and the plane crash? They just look at you with a blank look. They don't know. So, And, you know, th- those stories are too important not to become a fabric of the university. Yeah. Can, I mean, can you imagine a McMurray student getting to learn about that and, and the fact that most of those kinds of crashes, like you said, did not end as well, and they even had a kind of a funny, I think it's, the word, the acronym is Bible. Uh, that was a belly, what was it, Indian belly landing or something? That, which, yeah, uh, yeah, something about that. You know, there were the McMurray <laughs> Indians back then. Yeah, the, the belly landing club of the McMurray Indians. I forget, but anyway, it wound up. <laughs> the acronym was B I B L E. So passed out cards to them all, made cards yeah. and passed out. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then yeah. there's going to be a lot of those guys there at the unveiling. So I'm looking forward to meeting those guys. Yeah, Dan Brooke joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Dan, I'm curious, how did you know that you were going to be good at this? I, it, it, was this a uh, – I, I think you, I've read where you grew up in Oklahoma. Uh, was this something – did you would you take a great interest as a, as a youngster or even in high school in art? Or, or when did, when did you re- – what kind of got your passion going in, in this field? Well, you know, Matt, I have uh, some Native American blood, and there's uh, just a real strong creative gene that runs through that culture. 
So I, I credit a lot of my talent to that. And it, it was evident pretty much from the time I hit the ground. Um, so it, once I got out of school and kind of tried on a few different hats career-wise, you know, I, I made a determination that this would be the most true thing that I could uh, pursue. And, uh, you know, I've, I've never looked back. Once I made that decision, I really haven't looked back. And I've been blessed. Well, it's uh, it's amazing. Uh, I go to the Nasher quite a bit. Love going up there and looking at some of the sculptures and everything. For people in Central Texas, what's the what's the best way to be able to to see some of your your work? And I know people, uh, boy, you get commission like this deal. People can buy, I'm sure, directly through your website and everything. But are there some uh, sculptures, some art that that folks can see, kind of within driving distance from uh, Waco? Yeah, you know, Matt, what I do are larger commissions. I don't. I, I started off showing in galleries and, and doing art shows and all that, but uh, all I do now are uh, private commissions. Mm-hmm. Most of them are public. You know, they wind up being uh, on a university or a municipality. Um, so we've got two uh, seven and a half foot bronzes of, of Baylor's Congressional Medal of Honor awardees uh, down there right on the river as you cross over the bridge to go to the football stadium so if you live in waco those are some of the best work i've ever done and two of the best subjects i've ever had you know by far you know they and coach taft as far as you know the impact that they had on the world and and, uh, you know just a meaningful uh, representation of what they've done uh so that'd be one Driving distance, you know, it depends. If you want to drive to McMurray, you're going to see a beautiful statue of Coach Taft. Um, TCU has 21 different works of art that I did for their stadium. Um, on the uh, home field side, you can walk around just about any time of day there and, wow. and see most of what I've done. So I, I... Uh, both on the exterior and then on the interior of the breezeway, there's 22 foot tall, six 22 foot tall sculptures there so you know in the immediate area that's what comes to mind you know in tall side of the trail of tears monument which is a 20 foot tall piece right there on the river um those are the first ones that come to mind yeah you know, yeah no, those... 35 years so they, it kind of it all kind of runs together <laughs> well those are extremely uh meaningful I hope maybe you put like a tiny sickum or something on some of those TCU uh, sculptures. Yeah, I did. Okay? I put a bear paw. If you hunt, <laughs> you can find them. <laughs> Talking to Dan Brook, uh, the uh, well-known uh, sculptor, uh, played at Baylor, played for Coach Taft, and is now going to have a sculpture of uh, a statue there of, of Coach Taft on campus now how tall will this one be I, the the seven foot i'm glad you said that because i have seen those and, and it's pretty remarkable uh especially given uh what those folks did i mean it's just it's it's uh wonderful but what are the dimensions on this uh on on the on the whole taff uh uh you know structure he's just under seven feet he'll be mounted on a three foot high pedestal and uh, there'll be uh, bronze plaques on either side of the uh, statue uh, on a main sidewalk through campus. And the, the uh, sculpture itself and that installation will be right in front of their chapel, which is a gorgeous uh, piece of architecture. So 
you know, those are going to marry up very well for photography. and Just uh, it, it's creating a great environment there. All right, and Dan, I have to ask you your your time with Coach Taff. Um, I was asking you about you know getting recruited, but you you got to campus and said, "Hey, I think I'd like to to play some football," and just showed up in his office. Is the way you were? I think we were talking about it earlier. What was uh, what was that like? And uh, before too long, I think you did end up on uh, scholarship. I mean, that was a pretty bold move, Dan, to just show up and say, "Hey, I'd like a scholarship." At, at Baylor, that's a uh, that's pretty. Uh, that was that yeah, was pretty aggressive, and I guess it worked out for you. Yeah, it did. I didn't have any better sense. I just walked into Grant Taft's <laughs> office. Said, hey, I'm from Oklahoma. I want to come play football here. And uh, of course, he had had success early on with walk-ons when he first got to the school in 1973. I mean, you couldn't recruit there at all. So he opened it up to walk-ons and uh, anybody that could fog a mirror got a tryout you know so um <laughs> by the time i got there which was uh the fall of 78 they already had a lot of blue chips there so it was a completely different environment <clears throat> there weren't a whole lot of uh walk-ons that made it you know at that point but i did so um you know I'll always be grateful to him for giving me a shot there and and uh you know he recruited he had a sixth sense about um the quality level character wise of the young guys that he brought in, there was just a bunch of great guys there and they've almost all gone on to do great things. I think you could write a book just on that, you know, the uh, kind of the postscript of all the players, uh, you know, once their playing days were over, what they'd gone on to accomplish, it would be, there's just one story after the other, you know, as near as I can calculate it in his career, he's probably coached about 3000 players. Wow. And and they, they hold him in such high regard. You still see him around, you know, you big old huge guys that have, uh, you know, gotten into your 50s, 60s. People still almost act like, you know what I mean? They go, it's like in their pre, in his presence, they go back to being 18 or 19 years old. The, the reverence, it's really neat to see. Last thing I had for you, Dan, what, I, I'm sorry, I think people might be fascinated to learn, like, what are your favorite, um, you, basically materials when you're sculpting something what what's your favorite uh thing to use in terms of putting all that together because i i love kind of thinking and hearing about your process and preparation is there something moldable or is there a certain kind of thing that you love using more than more than others well i gravitate toward water-based clay uh, which is terracotta I do use oil-based clays a lot for various technical reasons on the larger pieces. Um, but, you know, you basically take a sack full of shapeless clay and you strive to make a masterpiece out of it. So, you know, I'm, I'm 63. I've done this 35 years and doing the best work I've ever done in my life. So it's a special time uh, in my life, Matt, and um, I'm just having a lot of fun. You might as well just keep going, you know? No reason hey, to I'm not uh... stop. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I you know, I just buried the man that taught me how to sculpt. He's been my mentor since I was 27 years old and you know, up till his 90th birthday, he was still sculpting. He he virtually died uh at the sculpture stand, sculpture stand. So, um I plan on doing the same thing. I don't know well, what Dan, else who... I'd do. Who 
was your mentor, and was that in uh, back in Oklahoma, or where was that? No, that was I met him in Dallas. His name was Dr. B.N. Walker. Everybody called him Barbo, and uh, he was a prolific sculptor and a brilliant man. Uh, he was a surgeon before he became an artist, and uh, he just he did tons of work around uh, Texas and the Southeast and the Southwest. Well, I tell you, I was just talking to Coach Taft the other day. I could tell he loved uh, a lot of the, a lot of your art, and uh, I think he's very interested in uh, Native American art, and maybe has decorated some of his uh, home there. And uh, but what a wonderful day that'll be, Dan. I think I have this right. April twenty second, it will be the April ceremony. 22nd. Okay, right there on the uh, McMurray campus in Abilene, Texas. The dedication of this new area, and that's going to be so great. Tell the story of the 1963 plane crash, which, uh, thank God, you know, 34, all 34 survived, coaches and players. And uh, and then, uh, Grant, what he meant to that university as an undergrad player and then as a coach, 1960 to 1965. Dan, great to visit with you. And uh, uh, it's uh, – it's uh, it's really I cannot wait. Now that I, we've talked, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take some trips. May have to next time I'm in Tulsa, I'll uh, I'll go take a peek. But uh, really appreciate you being on with us. Oh, it's my pleasure, Matt. Good talking with you, and I hope to see you on the twenty second. Yes, yes, that's a that's a that's a must see uh, ceremony, and congratulations for being such a huge part of that. Uh, thank you, Dan. We'll uh, we'll talk to you down the road. All right, my friend. Thank you very much. There he goes, Dan Brook, who uh, Native American himself, as he said, and just showed up on the Baylor campus uh, and said, had told uh, Grant Taft that he wanted a scholarship, wanted to play some football. And about a year later, Grant did put him on scholarship, had a nice career in football and uh, is much beloved by all his fraternity brothers and everybody. And as he said, doing his best work at age 63. Aaron, let's let's hope we're doing that, okay? We're still a ways away. From 63, it sounds like Dan's peaking. Uh, sculptors, I love that. Sculptors, you just, I mean, there's no reason. I guess it's different than uh, than athletes. All right, it is time to talk 